0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. That is Tuesday, August 16th, also known as the end of Liz Cheney's career day. I'm sorry, the end of Liz Cheney's career in politics. She'll be uh, on TV about 10 minutes after her uh, she leaves office and she'll make a fortune. Well, not that she hasn't already made a fortune. We get the numbers, by the way, on how much money she's made while sitting in Congress for... Uh, Three terms, I believe. It's sickening. She's so corrupt. She's so loathsome. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of watching uh, the election results out of Wyoming. I don't think I've ever said that before. Tonight, it's going to be fun. I enjoy watching people like this, snakes like this, go down in flames. It's going to be great. The only question is, will she lose by 30 or more? (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. Get rid of that whole repulsive Cheney family, banish them forever. Another favor Donald Trump has done for America. Speaking of which, Donald Trump was telling the truth. They did take his passports. The media, and this is a great example of the corrupt uh, corporate media, they took the word of the FBI or the uh, DOJ or Merrick Garland, or maybe they just hate Trump so much, they said they didn't take his passports until, of course, they did. They did. Uh, we got we got some examples of just the the lackeys the toadies in the media who just sit there and wait for some weasel in the Department of Justice to feed them info and then they run it as if it's a real story. Uh, Nora O'Donnell from CBS she tops the list. We will explain to you what a snake she is. Um, I'm also going to lay out what is going to happen to Donald Trump, and it's going to be wild. You think it's wild so far, and it is, and it is, but he's getting arrested, and he's getting convicted. <laughs> I don't see uh, a path, a, a, a path that uh, will keep him out of jail. It's going to happen. They, they, we know they'll stop at nothing to, to, to keep him from uh, taking uh, taking the White House again. I'll I'll tell you how that's all going to go down. Tom Brady's taken 10 days off in the middle of training camp. What does he think he is? The president? You got a job, Tom. You get paid a lot of money. Get to work. I don't think there's a whole lot there, but uh, we can uh, get into some of the details. And there's a few crazy stories we haven't gotten to. A woman in Seattle, 80 years old, liked to swim laps in the pool at the Y. They kicked her out. You want to know why? Because she complained that there was a naked man in the girls' lock, in the girls' bathroom. <laughs> so she gets kicked out, and now Antifa is harassing her because she didn't want a guy waving his wiener in front of little girls. And in Minneapolis, they made a deal with the teachers' union. Uh, the deal is if they have to do layoffs, if they have to lay off some teachers, they will start with the white ones. <laughs> it is a crazy time to be alive, isn't it? It is just a wild time. We'll get into that and a lot more in today's Callahan show brought to you by MyPillow. We love My Pillow. We love My Pillow. Just go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. MyPillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half-off slippers, six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Jerry. All right. It's, uh, it's a done deal. There's no suspense. Liz Cheney will lose today. Liz Cheney and, uh, Dick Cheney and the whole Cheney clan will be banished forever. Never to be heard from again, except if you watch CNN or MSNBC, I'm not sure where she'll land, but, uh, who the hell does that? Other than me, of course, I like to keep tabs on the enemy. I'm going to get into that too. I got to, I saw something on, uh, on uh, MSNBC, that's just amazing. Uh, just amazing. they're expert. We'll get we'll, we'll tell you who their expert on the FBI and the DOJ is. It's 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 remarkable. They just have they have no shame. They have no standards. But uh, today, sometime tonight, Liz, the results will be in. She will lose to this kind of this odd, this this strange woman, Harriet Hagman. Doesn't matter. She's a a Republican. Liz Cheney is not. Liz Cheney is obsessed with Donald Trump. Liz Cheney said a few weeks ago that the worst problem in America today is Donald Trump. The most urgent thing they have to do is stop Trump. That's that's what a congresswoman from Wyoming, actually not from Wyoming. She's from uh, Georgetown or from somewhere in the uh, DC suburbs. I, I tweeted the story out uh, this morning. It's amazing. When Liz Cheney took office just five years ago, I believe five years ago, She was worth $7 million. Liz Cheney is now worth $44 million. (laughs) How does that happen? I know her husband's a lawyer. Her husband's a lawyer who's worked for Hunter Biden. (laughs) That's how corrupt this family is. And if you don't know why people despise her, why they can't wait to run to the poll and defeat her, you got to check out this, this sham January 6th committee sometime. I mean, she's an alleged Republican along with Adam Kinziger, and they don't care about the truth. They don't care about the FBI involvement on January 6th. They don't care about who ordered the doors to be open. They don't care about Ray Epps. It is all designed to destroy Trump and Trump supporters, all the supporters, Republicans, and most Republicans, even in Wyoming feel the the whole thing is rigged. It is uh, uh, unfair. These people are getting screwed. And this is the only way they can express their disgust and the appointment. They can go vote for Reid Hagman. I cannot believe Liz Cheney is even running, even trying to win. Hold on to her seat. It's a big deal. It's a big deal on cable news. It's a big deal among the political class because you have this whole world turned upside down. You have you know people like Joe Scarborough and people on uh, CNN saying, "Oh, she's honorable. She's a she's a good conservative." And just ignore the fact that she's she's enjoying putting conservatives public in jail, putting them in prison for for or parading. You know, they put the 69 year old grandmother with cancer in jail for for trespassing in the Capitol. And Liz Cheney is is applauding that. She's supporting that. So good for the people of Wyoming. It's good to see almost all of there are, uh, Republicans who voted to impeach Trump. Both impeachments were a joke. Anyone who's paying attention knows it. Uh, all the conservatives, just about, I think one uh, uh, won his primary. Rest. The retiring or addicted uh, Kinzer is retiring because they, they gerrymandered his district and he had no chance to, to win. And Cheney will be defeated tonight. And I laughed out loud this morning. A guy named David Chalian. You know that is, Ironhead? He's the uh, political director on, uh, on CNN. He's this fat, goofy guy. He's just a, a joke. He said there's a clear path. There's a clear path for Liz Cheney to run for the presidential nomination oh, in 2024. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, Liz. Bring it on. That would be glorious. Trump in a debate with Liz Cheney. Trump making commercials, posting on True Social about Miss Piggy. You know, let's be honest. They are, they are separated at birth. Miss Piggy and Liz Cheney, they are twins.
1: Much like your dad, yeah. you belong in a
0: cage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, uh, and then have Dick Cheney making those angry ads about how Trump is a coward, uh, the guy who had seventeen deferments to get out of the Vietnam War, the guy who had, I don't know which he has more of, drunk driving arrests or deferments, uh, draft deferments. But uh, he's a scoundrel, and uh, it'll be glorious. Hopefully, he's. Uh, He's there, right next to her tonight when she gives her concession speech. Cannot wait! But we got so much more to get to. A Loaded show today with lots of examples of uh, media corruption. My favorite topic. Uh, but we got to we got to get to the uh, Trump raid, which is let's be honest, it's still the biggest story in the country. It's still mind boggling that they uh, that the 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 president and the people around him ordered a hit, ordered a code red, go in, raid Trump's home, go through all 128 rooms in nine hours, go through the uh, the basement, go through, uh, grab whatever you want. It was a completely open-ended search warrant, a fishing expedition, and we know that because they took his passports. Now, we were talking about this before we started recording, I didn't even know Donald Trump needed a passport. I thought he could just go wherever he wanted and say, yeah, no, that's Donald Trump. Why do I need a passport? I'm president or ex president. Uh, but there were three passports, two expired. One, they took his, his valid passport. The FBI thought somebody in that raid thought it was appropriate to take the passport. Like he's some fugitive from justice. They don't even know what they're looking for. I mean, they're looking for any, any sign of a crime, anything they could get victim on. So they take the passports, Trump tweets about it, said they even took my passport or I'm sorry, truths about it. I can't say that. It doesn't sound right. He posts on Truth Social that they took his passports, and immediately the media just says, oh, no, they didn't. You know, my sources said they didn't. If you were a a respected reporter, a, a reporter with any ethics or any professionalism, the minute you got this wrong, you would delete the tweet you would apologize. You'd say the person who is your source is a liar and you would never trust him again. But that's not how it works in the mainstream media. If you get things wrong going that way, they only get things wrong going one way. And the things you get wrong make Trump look bad or make Republicans look bad. There's no problem at all, as we see On a daily basis whether it's russia hoax or the bounty on the on the u.s soldiers or hunter biden laptop you get wrong as long as you're wrong that here's nora o'donnell an alleged reporter for cbs do i have that right yes cbs evening news this is what time what time would she tweet this out because it's still up by the way 655 yesterday. yesterday 6.50, so this was last night. New, she tweets, capital letters, new. According to a DOA official, the FBI is not in possession of Donald Trump's passports. Trump had accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during their search. Of course, she doesn't call it a raid. Now, I don't know how much, it was like minutes after this, I believe, where Trump says, uh, you know, minutes before this, Trump said they took their passports and then the FBI or the DOJ announces they got the passports and they will be turning to Donald Trump. Now, if you get it on the other way, it's a big, big deal. If Mountain said, they didn't take his passports, That's a lie. My sources say, and it turns out it did. You look like a fool. When you get it wrong this way, making Trump look at big deal. She has to even delete, they have 37,000 likes on that tweet. And she hasn't taken it down. She corrected it. She's on Twitter. She's retweeting things and doesn't even feel compelled, feel the need to take that down. It just amazes me. The alleged reporter is an alleged veteran, respected reporter. I'm not even sure she has a source. I, I just think she hates Trump, but she thinks Trump is, is a liar and he's making this thing up about the passport. So she just tweets out. Yeah, they didn't take him. I'm, I got a source. I mean, maybe she does, but if she does, the source lied to her. Now, I was once a reporter. If some someone lied to you and embarrassed you that way, A, I would call them out. And B, I would never trust them again. This person who's on TV and making millions and got a huge following, how many Twitter followers does she have? She she doesn't care. It's amazing. Does not care that her source totally embarrassed her that her professional reputation took a hit. That is the media today. That is the state of the American media. Because one thing, Donald Trump, when Donald Trump broke them, he broke these people. They're not reporters. They're not journalists. They don't, they, they, they are advocates. They're partisans. They're activists. And they're okay with that. What is it? Uh, 270, what? 74,000.
1: Yep. 274.7.
0: Oh, I love this mom of three anchor and managing editor of the CBS. She's the managing editor of the CBS Evening News. Now, I know I get a little more worked up by these things, a little more obsessed. But uh, the the corruption of the media fascinates me because six years ago, five years ago, pre-Trump, this person would have been embarrassed. This person would have apologized But as long as you're wrong in an attempt to hurt, to bring down Trump, it's okay. That's that's the new standard in the in the mainstream media. They have spent the past week defending this raid, defending the FBI going through Trump's home for nine hours looking for something, anything. And when you have something like this, when you have passports, they take passports. That proves it's a fishing expedition that proves it wasn't a targeted search. If it were, what's the purpose of taking his passports, including his expired passports? They're just in there grabbing anything and everything, taking it back to wherever the FBI field office or maybe to D.C. and going through it, you know, page by page saying, what can we charge him with? And and I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to what they're going to charge him with, and how, and when, and how it's going to work. It's going to get even crazier. But there's another example because I watch this stuff all day, on night. Unfortunately, the uh, CNN and MSNBC right now they're marching out all their uh, intelligence experts. You know the same people who said the laptop was Russian disinformation. They knew it wasn't, but they were lying to protect the Biden family. They were lying to hurt Trump. That's all that matters. So 51 former intelligence officials, including, I believe, Clapper and Brennan, these two snakes, um, said, oh no, that's Russian dish They hadn't seen it. They had no evidence. They just knew they had to do whatever they could to help Biden. It was only a couple weeks before the election and they did. So they signed on, reputations be damned. And it doesn't hurt them professionally at all. Um, I sent you this, uh, this, uh, I think I sent you this video. Peter Strzok uh, is an, as a CNN, is it CNN? No, I'm sorry. MSNBC analyst. If you don't remember who Peter Strzok is, he's, he's a former FBI agent and completely corrupt and not just corrupt. He's, he is blinded by hatred for Trump and Trump supporters. This is the guy who texted his girlfriend. I mean, he was married, but he had a girlfriend at the the, uh, bureau and he texted her, said, I just went to the Southern Virginia Walmart. I could smell the Trump support. That guy is on TV analyzing a raid on Trump's home. And uh, you can get it. The the sound is unbelievable. So no, these are just professional agents. And, and this is the same guy when his girlfriend uh, Paige said um, the uh, Trump is going to get elected president he said, oh no we have an insurance policy we will stop him while working for the FBI he promised his girlfriend which means you know it was a private text and and that's probably a, a rare you know candid honest moment said we meaning the FBI will stop him. <laughs> now, what more evidence do you need that the, the Bureau is corrupt, that this agent certainly is corrupt? So what happens to the agent when he leaves the FBI? Well, of course, he gets a big pension. He lands at MSNBC as an analyst. And I uh, I think you got it. I, I, I watched this. I watched Joe Scarborough interviewing him about ethics uh, at the FBI. How insane, how insane is that? I mean, that's like, that's like, you know, interviewing, uh, John Connolly, in Boston or, uh, Paul Rico, who's dead, but you know, about corruption in the FBI, in the Boston office. I mean, this is the face of corruption. This is a guy who said, we will stop Donald Trump. We mean the FBI just, uh, six years ago. And now he's sitting there with Joe Scarborough talking about how the FBI is completely on the level. And this there's nothing inappropriate about this raid. Do you have, I don't know who this guy is I'm looking at, but do you have uh, Scarborough talking to, to uh, Strzok? This is I, I, a, believe Mc-
1: I was going to say, this is the article that you sent with the video in it.
0: Okay, can you go forward? I don't know who this person is you have on the screen. But do you, can you go forward to Strzok and uh, Scarborough? Uh, there he, oh God, this guy's such a freaking weasel. There you go. That's him. He's And and by the way, he's also known when he testified before the uh, Senate, I believe, he's the one that made all these bizarre faces. This guy's not well. This guy is unhinged and he's one of the best examples of the damage Trump did to these hacks, to these swamp creatures. He broke them. He broke this guy, this guy who said he could smell Trump supporters. You think he feels bad? Would Trump supporters get thrown into jail for, you know, three years for trespassing, You think he feels bad for the can't the grandmother with cancer who's doing a couple months in jail for uh, parading through the Capitol. He hates these people. And this this guy not only gets his pension, doesn't do a day in jail. This guy is on TV telling you how the FBI is completely on the up and up, completely uh, uh, noble and and not corrupt at all. But let, let's listen to this remarkable moment on cable news. Joe Scarborough talking to this piece of garbage Peter Struck.
2: He is former deputy assistant director of the FBI's counterintelligence division.
3: Peter, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, there are people out there, obviously, who say, We can't yeah. trust anything the FBI does. Look what Peter Strzok did. And look what happened with the, uh, the um, wait, what was that? Uh, I can't even remember it. Uh, the, <laughs> Text the, the, messages. What, just all the stuff. I, I can't believe <laughs> they the said stuff. Donald Trump did horrible things in Russia. To oh, steal right, the still dossier. Still dossier. Which we didn't believe from the start, I must say, dear. But I do want to read this first before you answer that question. It's from Wikipedia, and it talks about the Wall Street Journal uh, investigation. A comprehensive review in February 2018 of Strzok's messages concluded that tax critical of Mr. Trump represented a fraction of roughly 7,000 taxes, uh, which stretch across 384 pages and show no evidence of a conspiracy against Mr. Trump. That is, of course, from... Um, Mr. Murdoch's Wall Street Journal. So, uh, despite that fact, I put that out there. The FBI well, makes
0: Chris mistakes. David, is he? Jesus Christ! I mean, what, what, Joe, Joe, get to get to get to the question. How does he not he remember the Steele dossier? <laughs> he says Trump did lots of stuff. That there, there is, I know most people don't watch, but I do sometimes, and it's entered. The, these two, these two lovebirds, uh, Scarborough and Mika, hate Trump so much. It's personal. They used to be friends. They used to be supporters. And he turned on him and Trump made fun of Mika's face, said it was bleeding or something from a you know, plastic <laughs> show, I don't know. So they hate him so much. They don't care about anything except stopping Trump. And these they're kind of like the point people in the morning. So you have corrupt scumbags like this uh, Struck goes on there, and they're just excusing him and making a uh, making a case of why you know it's it's all Trump's fault. And and Peter Struck, who said he that Walmart uh, that he could smell Trump with supporters at Walmart, that's cool. Who said he could stop Trump from getting elected, which he failed to do. Retires with his pension, and now he's on TV smiling like the weasel he is, and stumbling, bumbling Joe Scarborough's just trying to set him up for a way to bash Trump. That's all, but. I don't know if this is the question about the the raid, but let's listen to more. I I don't know. How long does it take before Scarborough gets to the end of this freaking question? I think in 30, 40 more seconds. (laughs) All right, let's go.
3: Go ahead. The church makes mistakes. People make mistakes. They screw up. Uh, Should this be any reason uh, for Americans not trust that what the FBI and the DOJ are doing now is in pursuit
4: of protecting classified documents? Well, Joe, absolutely. The American public should trust what the FBI is doing. You know, what's funny is I think back <laughs> the year and a half that I spent oh, with the team on, looking hold on, at. Hold on.
0: This is uh, this is just amazing. This is just an amazing moment in, in American cable news TV. Should the American people trust the FBI, they have on one of the most corrupt agents that's ever worked for the FBI to say, absolutely, Joe, you should trust. Uh, it's like, you know, having, having Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens on to say, should people believe that uh, you're legit and you did not cheat? Oh, absolutely. No one was doing steroids during that. I mean, we, we got our eyes. We got the texts. We know what happened. Why, why can't you, you tell me you can't find another FBI, retired FBI guy who's not completely compromised, who's not completely corrupt? This is this is what you settle for. The whole network, NBC, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, their entire agenda, their their platform is all just Trump haters hating on Trump. It's just it's it's actually can be quite hilarious as we've seen so far in this interview, but let's hear some more from this clown. Hillary Clinton's
4: use of a private email server. There was no concern. There was no outrage on behalf of any Republican as we used search warrants, as we went out and did a very invasive investigation to try and get to the bottom of what she did or didn't do. So it's not that the FBI is targeting any one side or the other. What you see is the FBI going out on a day-in, day-out basis objectively investigating allegations (laughs) of law. It just so (laughs) happens that the only thing that tends to come up in the right-wing ecosphere whether in the media or on the Hill or from President Trump, are those things where they take a personal affront because it directly impacts them. There's absolute silence when the FBI is investigating former Secretary Clinton. There's absolute silence when the FBI what? is doing things. I even thought that was dirty, though. Well, the
1: timing that they well, went well, at Hillary.
0: Well, what is he talking about? Did, well, I, I missed it. Maybe I was not paying attention the day they raided her Chappaqua home. The day they went through her wardrobe? Did I miss that? He said there was absolute silence. There was not silence. There was outrage that she deleted 33,000 emails, including many with the confidential material, and and they didn't charge her. In fact, Comey said they had evidence of a crime, but didn't think any prosecutor would actually bring charges, uh, didn't rise to that level, and she laughed about it. She laughed about bleaching Wiping the, the the server clean with a cloth they raid you know Hillary's home or raid Barack Obama's home and go through Michelle's you know underwear draw you let me know because that would be that would be the comp that would be comparable but anyway you want to hear any more from this 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 little look at his face too if you're watching along does anyone look more just like a weasel than this guy anybody Adam Schiff uh, Oh, that's a good one, excellent one on your part, uh, Ironhead Schiff. Is, is close. They both look like they're part reptile. <laughs> God, let's listen a little bit more before we uh, move on.
4: That isn't targeting them. So I think this is a one side, one sided narrative that has been developed and amplified, particularly by President Trump, going back to yeah. 2015 and 2016. Well, they
3: certainly didn't complain about the fact that the FBI, during the investigation, FBI was investigating Hillary Clinton.
0: <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. They didn't complain. No, nobody complained. Nobody complained that they announced there would be no charges. I don't remember a single complaint. Again, the only comp would be raiding her home, going through a bedroom, her basement, breaking into her safe. That would be the, that would be comparable. And by the way, there was much more evidence of a crime on her part, but uh, I'm going to get to this quick scenario of what's going to happen. If you think it's crazy now, and it is, it is nuts that a president is essentially ordering a raid on his predecessor slash possible future opponent's home an attempt to find, to f- go on a fishing expedition to find a crime. So we see how they operate. We see just how vile uh, Merrick Garland is. I mean, he's just a vindictive little man who is out for revenge to get the people who denied him a seat on the Supreme Court. And when you think about it, he was... Appointed by Biden with an express uh, objective. It was get Trump. And he agreed to it, I believe, before they made the appointment. If they made him attorney general, would he go after Trump? He promised he would. He's he's doing what he he was told to do. He's doing what he agreed to do. And he's not going to stop at anything. What makes you think... If, as you watch him operate and you watch the way he treats political enemies, you watch the way he's arresting Trump's lawyers, you know, taking their phones, taking congressmen's phones to go through them, uh, you know, arresting uh, uh, Trump supporters You know, in their boxer shorts at dawn or raiding their homes with, uh, with guns drawn and elderly guys like Peter Navarro, Roger Stone, arresting them for the crime of supporting Trump. That's how he operates. That guy you think is going to say, no, this has gone far enough. You know, he's a former president. This will tear the country apart. That guy is going to stop. No, I'm sorry. He's not. Here's what's going to happen. Sometime before the midterms, Merrick Garland will indict Trump. And the key is the location. They're not going to indict him in Florida. You know, they're not going to indict him. in. they're going to indict him in Washington, D.C. And if you missed it. Uh, Trump got 5.6 percent of the vote in D.C. I believe Biden got 92. That means the jury pool is almost guaranteed to convict Trump on anything. So you indict him, you get a grand jury to indict him. That grand jury is most likely all hardcore Democrats, Trump haters, and then you get another D.C. jury to convict him for what they don't care what the charge is. They we've seen him. We've gone over this before. The The deplorables, the people who, who stormed the Capitol uh, on January 6th, some deserve to go to jail. Most don't. There's 900 people charged. The So far, the prosecution in the January 6th cases has gotten a conviction on every count, a unanimous uh, guilty on every count they've charged. There's not been one, no hung jury. No acquittal, no, no, nothing. Every single charge has been to convict unanimously. That's what we're dealing with. A, a uh, not a jury of their peers, a jury of their opponents, their adversaries, people who hate them. And just imagine a D.C. jury, you know, twelve men and women from the District of Columbia who, who, who vote for Muriel Muriel Bowser those people don't, they're not going to give a damn about the evidence they're not going to even listen they're just going to say when can we vote when can we they will be so proud to be the people who vote to convict donald trump to stop donald trump that is going to happen and you think the country is divided now can you imagine when they bring down the indictment when they get the uh, the, the the grand jury to invite and then to indict and then get another jury to convict and sentence Donald Trump. They send Trump to jail for whatever you name it: uh, taking classified documents, obstruction, parading, I don't know what. But they—it doesn't matter what the charge is. It doesn't matter if it's a misdemeanor. It doesn't matter if it's a felony. It doesn't matter if there's evidence or not. They know the whole system is rigged. The D.C. system is rigged to convict, um, to convict conservatives and acquit. Um, acquit uh, liberals as we saw with one of those uh, hack liberal uh, um, lawyers who got uh, an acquittal in like 10 minutes because he was on the right team that's going to happen. And that is going to be so wild. I don't know when, but it's only 90 days to get, I don't think they'll have a trial, but 90 days they will have an indictment and it will be just insane. And you know what? Uh, All the media, all the Nora O'Donnell's out there and the Peter Strzok's and the Joe Scarbo's will say, well, this is justice, he deserves it and and it will just it will just divide the country like nothing since the freaking civil war that's That's my prediction, but all right, we'll see what happens. Let's get to uh what do we got to do let, let me do let me do Shay and I'm going to get to some of these other wild stories. I want to be the first to to get give the results of the Wyoming. you think they'll have the results like before ten am <laughs> <I don't laughs> Will they be willing so. to call the race? That's going to be an early one. That's not, you're not yeah. going to have to stay up late to watch Liz Cheney go down in flames. So that will be good. Probably right about the time, you know, Tucker's done wrapping up uh, nine o'clock. They'll have the results from Wyoming and that, and Miss Piggy will be sent to packing, but uh, I, right, we got a bunch of other stuff to get to, but let me do shade concrete. You know what they can do for you, you know, this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New, precast concrete steps whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home there are many options available including concrete but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick a new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home giving you a much better curb appeal you'll be the envy of the neighborhood they remove the old steps Bring in new steps. Within hours, you got a whole new look, and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand-new front entrance, and you will love it. You can learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at ShayConcrete.com. Also at Shayconcrete.com. you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The biz- business is good. It is booming. Right now they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. A bunch of people were asking me, oh, what do you think of Tom Brady taking day, you know, 10 days off? You know what I think? I think train, Brady, like every veteran, hates training camp. Brady gets to call the shots. Brady says, I got personal things. I'm just surprised we haven't got a shot of him like on a on a yacht in, uh, in a Brazil or something. He's right. just taking a break because he knows he doesn't need or has probably proven, I guess, doesn't need 10 days of training camp, including preseason game, which he wasn't going to play in. So I know there were all these conspiracy theories, but when you get leverage. You do certain things that you that you want to do, and that is skip, you know, ten days of training camp, and that's what Tom Brady's doing.
1: I think but, uh, you know when you got seven rings and all the MVPs and all that stuff and all the awards. It's like, yeah, all right, dude, ten days. I think you, we trust you.
0: You tell them. You say I'm taking taking a break, and what's Todd Bulls going to say? What do you mean you're on the end? He's going to say, okay, let me know when you're ready to come back. I mean. You know, it has being being the greatest player ever has its privileges and he's sticking around and he's and he's giving Tampa Bay a chance again. They don't have a chance with uh, with Blaine Gabbert and uh, they know it. So he can do what he wants. It's up to him. He can do what he wants. And uh, I don't have a problem with it. I bet you every veteran is jealous, says, wish I could skip training. You imagine how friggin hot it is training camp in Tampa every day. It just must be unbearable. He's probably just sitting at home, you know, just sitting by the pool, whatever, getting, getting a massage from Alex Guerrero every day as his, as his teammates uh, grinded out in the heat. Oh, I got to, we got another sports story. If we have time, we're going to get to that golf, that golf feud that involves my friend Brad Faxon. But there's a couple of other things I want to get to this story out of Seattle is just wild. If you haven't been paying attention, um, there is finally pushback against the the gender. I don't know how to how to say this. The you know, the gender theory crowd, the gender reassignment surgery supporters. Finally there's pushback. They closed a the clinic, a big clinic in London, I believe. There's there's the evidence came out, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, that puberty blockers cause brain swelling and other life threatening side effects aside from the fact that they, you know, block puberty. I think this is, you know, being led there's a few people leading the charge. Matt Walsh at Daily Wire, the Libs of TikTok woman. Uh I guess she was outed, so you don't have to worry about uh, uh about her name anymore. I gotta get the name her name is Chaya Rychik. She's a the the person on Twitter who basically just reposts TikTok videos from lunatics and doesn't add a lot of commentary, but because of that, because she was exposing people on the other team, the Washington Post went after her. New York Times went after her. She's she's doing great. She's got over a million followers. It's a great to follow. Leaps of Lorenz. TikTok. It is such a disturbing follow because most of the people posting the videos are are teachers, you know, or parents telling you just what kind of damage they're doing, irreversible damage they're doing to children. But there's finally pushback. And as I I was telling you earlier, uh, Matt Walsh is uh, threatening to organize protests outside hospitals and clinics, which are mutilating children, you know, because they... Somehow that's health care for children, uh, castrating young boys, uh, uh, mastectomies for young girls, uh, puberty blockers, hormones, drugs. I mean, just insanity for, for 10, 12 years old. Any rational, reasonable person understands how utterly insane that is. And yet they've been doing it for years. And as we've mentioned many times, they have the most ruthless, vicious mob that will go after you if you question this madness, well, people are starting finally to question it. I know I've been doing it for years and I paid a price and uh, we're going to be there. We're going to be there if that rally comes to Boston for the Boston Children's Hospital. And it's their fault. I mean, first of all, they're, they, they they admit, they advertise that this is what they do to children. Hospitals. I mean, hospitals are talking about castrating young boys who think they're girls and instead of just giving them whatever care, whatever care you can give them, getting them through puberty, just not cutting off body parts. That's that's not good enough. They want to cut off the body parts. It's truly insane. But uh, do we have the video from the Boston Children's Hospital woman that was posted on Libs of TikTok. And it's just remarkable how cavalier, how confident she is. And there's many other videos like this talking about, you know removing the body parts of children again as we've said many times these kids can't get tattoos you know they can't have a beer they can't rent a car they can't vote <laughs> you know, they can't there's many many limitations and restrictions because they're children but they can go to the Boston Children's Hospital and many other hospitals and say I'd like you to make me uh, you know a girl if they're a boy or make me a boy if they're a girl and they <sighs> break out the surgical tools, put them under and, uh, and go at it. That's, that's just that's just so, 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 so insane. So crazy. It is well past time to call this out, to, to, to scream and kick and, and bring this to everyone's attention. And maybe it'll be an issue in the political season because people like Ron DeSantis have made it an issue. Some governors have signed legislation to stop this. As DeSantis has said, these doctors must be sued because many of these kids grow up and have a great regrets. You can find them too. If you look hard enough, they're, they're out there. There, there was, they were in Matt Walsh's movie. They're, they're occasionally on libs of TikTok. People say I was misled. I was lied to. Now I'm uh, living a miserable life. They didn't actually change my sex. It doesn't actually, that's not actually a, a penis. That's not actually a, a vagina. That's, that's just, that pretend and it's destroyed my life these people are out there but do you have the boston children's hospital woman yep right there. this is this is her talking about what they do at this well-respected hospital in boston go ahead hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the
2: fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophrectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed.
0: That's, and they put the Boston Jones Hospital logo up there. That is, <laughs> I guess, I guess they have succeeded in silencing dissent because you don't hear much about that. It's right there in Boston. The guy on uh, in in Matt Walsh's movie, the guy who regrets the attempted you know, sex change, talks about all the hospitals. And all the money they make doing these these gruesome procedures on children. Now you're an adult; it's insane, but you can do what you want, mutilate yourself. But children who are confused naturally, are, and you're going to say, "He's the answer." We got to take that little penis and get rid of it. And okay, just where's the where's the uh, yeah. anesthesia? Let's go. Uh, and and parents, and again, follow the lives of TikTok. You'll see parents, you'll see kids, and you'll say, "Wow." This is absolute madness, but we will, uh, we'll be following that and we'll be there if the, uh, if the mob, if the crowd forms outside Boston Children's Hospital to push back on this madness. And I think it's a good place to start because I guarantee you it's not the only place in Boston. It's not, there's many other places where they do this, where they carry out this, this insanity and this brutality on kids. But uh, here's, here's a good example of, What you're dealing with. This is, this is like to me, the best example of the tyranny of the minority. This is, this is, uh, most people, and I'd say, what, 95, 98% of people think that is utter insanity doing that to 10, 12 year old kids. And they also think a man, a naked man in the girls' room in front of little girls because he said, no, I'm not a man. I'm a girl. I'm a woman. Okay, go ahead in there. They think that is utter insanity. Anybody with any morals, any knows how crazy that is. This story, this was last week. In fact, this story was going to be on the night I was uh, supposed to be on Tucker two weeks ago. were we're going to do this story. I'm not sure they were going to talk to me about it, but it was on the rundown. I got to see the, the rundown of Tucker's show and it was a, a big deal. It also got kind of buried. It, it got lost in the Trump raid stuff. But anyway, here it is from the New York Post. An 80-year-old Washington state woman was permanently banned from her local YMC pool after demanding that a transgender employee leave the locker room. Quote, I saw a man in a woman's bathing suit watching maybe four or five little girls pulling down their suits in order to use the toilet, said Julie Jaman. Uh, recalling the uh, July incident to a radio show in Seattle. I asked if he had a penis and he said, it was none of my business. I told the man, get out of here now. Uh, so he, she tells the man in a, in a woman's bathing suit, Jaman said she uh, was alerted to the trans employee being in the woman's locker room while she was showering and heard a man's voice. She told Monson, that she alerted a pool staffer to the incident and was stunned when the staffer told her she was being discriminatory and banned her from the pool forever. This uh, staffer (laughs) called the police (laughs) on her. She's trying to to stop this man from, from ogling young girls in the girls' room as the girls are, uh, you know, going pee and they kick her out of the Y forever. This is who's in charge. The the, the 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 asylum is most definitely being run by the uh, the patients, the 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 lunatics. So she gets an eighty year old woman out there swimming laps, gets banned forever because a man was in the girls' room and uh, they didn't. She didn't. She wasn't too keen on that. But who's this guy? Men who identify as women are using the woman's <laughs> shower. Uh, is this a, is this her? Cause that's, she's, yeah, yeah, that's her. I <laughs> can't really see her face. So that was a guy. She's yeah, she's 80 and I can't see the top of her head. So she gets banned forever and she points this out. Now, tell me who hears this story and thinks good ban the old lady. Who? No. How, how many people? If you stop 100 people in the street, say this woman wanted to stop a man from watching young girls go pee. So they kicked her out of the Y forever. How many people of those hundred say good? It's a kind of a weird Antifa thing too. Antifa did a protest or I should say a riot in support of the Y and against the old lady. <laughs> Antifa has taken up the mantle because there's so many transgender people in Antifa that that's one of their causes fighting for transgender women, biological men to go in the girls room and watch little girls pee. That's most, what,
1: Yeah. One of the most horrifying things i ever seen was at a YMCA locker room. Who's a, a an old guy just got out of the pool <laughs> and what he decided to do was put one of his legs up on the
0: countertop and start using his oh, hair dryer. God. Oh God. <laughs> I used terrible. to go to Y uh, for years, play basketball at this Y and I'd go in the the hot tub, like the jacuzzi I'd work out and then go in the hot. And then one day I didn't even want to tell you what I saw in, uh, <laughs> in the hot tub. The guy uh, was old and wrinkly, but he uh, lost control of his, uh, Uh. (laughs) Bowels, and I could never go. I couldn't even look at the hot tub. I got out and I was like, I was so skeeved out, like showered for half an hour and never went back. Uh, Poor guy, you know, (laughs) you do see some disgusting things uh, in, uh, but I would put that near the top of the list. A guy watching little girls pee. Yeah, that's weird. uh, And she runs to the front desk or runs to the manager and they, they kick her out. Oh God. We, this, this place sure gone crazy. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You think we're uh, we're done with the insane world we live in?
1: Uh the only thing uh, I have in that in that realm is the um uh video of the sorority. Not Oh, that's right.
0: I forgot about this. Oh, I got some some insight on this. How do I you can't let me forget these things. I got a lot going on here. Uh this this is this is just precious. This was Libs of TikTok too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, and I think it's real and I'll tell you why in a second, but there's a guy who pledges, who goes to the university of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this and I said, Alabama. I mean, if this was whatever, you know, Wesleyan or somewhere up in you know, Tufts, I'd say it's one thing, this is Alabama and a guy pledges a sorority, pretends to be a girl puts on a dress, puts on his makeup and pledges a sorority. I do have a happy ending to this, but let's watch him uh, as he gets ready to go pledge how excited he is. It's And I think this is real. Go ahead.
2: Hey, y'all. It's Grant. Today is day <laughs> five of Alabama Rush, and it is the first day of Sisterhood around. I'm so excited. I and not white. Um, So I'm gonna give you guys an OOTD. And yeah, so my shirt, is my dress is from Hello Molly. Thank you so much, Hello Molly. Love you. My, like, this thing is from Shin. My shoes are from Shin. And my ring is from graduation. Oh, not again. That is so funny. And, (laughs) Yep, that's it. So wish me luck today and thank you so much. And my makeup is done by me again. I got a phone call this morning and I was cut. It is extremely upsetting and I'm sad because I wanted to be a part of a sisterhood.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. See, that was going to be my update. I got uh, a tweet from somebody, uh, a guy, I don't know his name. Yeah, his name's David. Uh follows me. And he was he reached out to me after I retweeted this and he said his daughter was there and pledging the same sorority or rushing, whatever you call it. Yeah. And she said, and before we got the result, he said, there's no way he gets in. They hate this guy and they don't want any part of him. So he showed up. I give him credit for balls. I mean, in more ways than one. Can you imagine doing that at the University of Alabama showing up and thinking they're gonna let you in this sorority?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, God, on, must love
1: yeah.
0: the attention. But so so we got denied, whatever it's called. Got rejected by the sorority, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, all but places to try though, Gra- it's like, why Grant- didn't we try in Texas?
0: <laughs> what what's what's his name? Grant or Graham. What did he say? I think Grant. Grant. That's not a very feminine name there, Grant. Can you isn't that your dead name? Oh, for the show we Maybe should it's call it. It was but, Graham, I think. That's what I meant. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's just putting us on. I swear to God the, the, he, yeah, I'm not sure, but at least, and I saw that and I said, man, the world is over. If that guy gets in a sorority at the university of Alabama, then I give up. But of course he was rejected, which is a good thing because he is just a clown. But anyway, and I'm going to try to do this golf story because it involves my friend, Brad Faxon. And it involves a golf coach or heard of, but it's just hilarious. I don't know if these are drunk tweets but I'll set it up this way. Will Zalatoris, he won. He's a great player. And he's come close to winning, lost in the PGA Championship to uh, Justin Thomas in a playoff. And he's made a lot of money. And, he's, and, he's, and But he finally won the other day. And the commentators, including Brad Faxon and Dan Hicks, questioned, and I'm sure legitimately and fairly questioned, you know, his putter. Because that's not the best part of his game. He's got kind of a weird grip, and he struggled putting in the past, but he didn't struggle putting Sunday. He had a bunch of clutch putts, and they just casually, I believe, mentioned that he had struggled with the putter.
1: His putting stroke his- inside three feet is the most wobbly thing I've ever seen in my life. It does look terrible. Well, see,
0: they didn't they didn't say that like you just said it. They did. They were much more uh, diplomatic about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure they didn't say that it was the worst thing I've ever seen. And by the way, it works. He, was, dra- he was draining seven and eight footers. You know, in, in the clutch, he was great. So they questioned his putter just a little bit, along with absolutely praising everything else about the guy. And his coach goes nuts. His coach, what's his name? Sean Fawcett?
1: Yes, Sean Faw- uh, Scott
0: Fawcett. Uh, Scott Fawcett. Scott Fawcett. Let me get the story up here. Scott Fawcett, his crazy uh, coach, is feeling pretty good because, you know, his guy just won. And maybe he started, you know, putting back the beers early I think so and just and then just goes nuts on Twitter and I mean I feel uncomfortable just uh, just reading these <laughs> these uh, and uh, I see Brad Faxon just tells him delete your tweets because he knows this guy I don't know if he woke up Monday morning and felt like a fool. Can you put one of the put one of the uh, the, the uh, X-rated tweets up there for me? This is the coach of a golfer, a golfer who, by the way, everybody likes. Real, he's a good player. He seems like a classy kind of guy, and he's the one who was compared to the to the caddy in um, what's the Adam Sandler golf movie? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. He was, a, you know, and he made a joke. About, he was tweeting with uh, Adam Sandler. He just seems like a likable guy. Oh, we, this thing is redacted.
1: Yeah, it's the only one do I you can find. A, do, you have, do He's do you he's the, deleted. Uh, well, he's deleted the other ones. <laughs> uh, I can. I'll put up the uh, the um, the story. It has the it typed out for you.
0: Oh, it does. Oh, good. So you know starts going off on these people saying go fuck yourself and fuck your mother and everything else on Twitter. I think this is I mean the PGA's all the help it could get losing the players to the live tour and now you got a crazy golf coach attacking people like uh he says uh, I really this is the golf coach for Will Salatoris to Dan Hicks and uh, Brad Faxon. He says I really do try to take my what? Tongue off the commentators? I really try to bite my tongue. It, uh, it says, oh, I'm sorry. But bite my tongue with the commentator, but go fuck yourself, Dan <laughs> <laughs> uh, f- uh, Scott Fawcett wrote in a since-deleted email, the putter was wobbly earlier this year. You have no idea the truth. Fuck face. <laughs> Not <to the> truth. <laughs> fuck face. Sit in the booth. In a second tweet, a quote uh, tweeted the earlier one. He wrote, "Hey Brad Faxon and Dan, go fuck each other." <laughs> <laughs> I understand. He writes, "I understand this is classless and crude, but let me repeat myself: fuck you." <laughs> Feel free to unfollow, block, and never buy Decade, which is something he sells to uh, to golfers. The stat-based thing to help you with golf stats. I don't even know what it is. And he says, "And uh oh, and again." Fuck you, Dan. He writes in a third tweet, this wouldn't be a gift. Will has the best speed control on tour, so he fucking earned it, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is like just for them saying that earlier in the season, his putter, you're right, he said wobbly. Was it wobbly or wobbled or something?
1: Yeah, like if he was if it was just a touch, he it would, it would go nuts. It was crazy.
0: His coach just flips out and... Uh, he deleted those tweets. Doesn't matter. Everybody's seen them. They've been in the New York Post. They've been all over the golf blog. That's good. That's good. Because Will Salatouris is kind of, I don't know, boring, but he's kind of uh, unexciting. And now he's got. we know he's got a crazy, perhaps drunken coach who's ready to uh, defend him and fight off all these critics who, by the way, other than the little buddy comment, fawn all over him. But some guys are just spoiled. This guy is obviously spoiled. And I guess he feels he has job security because this guy is on a roll. Mm. Probably not going to fire him anytime soon. But I just had to get to that because it made me laugh. And all my guy fax did was say, You should probably delete these tweets. And Justin Thomas went to bat for those guys too and told this guy that he was out of control. Anyway, anything else here today, Ironhead?
1: No, we got to get out of here to be under an hour.
0: We got to get out. See if you can get under, get me under an hour for once in your worthless life. Get me <laughs> under an hour. I think you, yeah, maybe you did it. But before we go, let me mention Callahan Coffee. Perfect for a uh, summer for making iced coffee. Just uh, order up the beans, brew the coffee, put it in the fridge for a little while, put it over ice. What a treat! These, on these warm summer days, you can go to CallahanCoffee.com and check out our first branded product. You will not regret it. We have not had one negative review. It's kind of like us on uh, Apple Podcasts, not one negative review. Not everybody it. loves it. Big CallahanCoffee.com. But thanks for everyone for trying it, for ordering it and enjoying it. Uh, but that will do it for today. Thank you everybody for listening and watching and thanks to you, Iron Head. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow.
3: Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the like the show, leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.
0: The Mass GOP stands on the side of the taxpayer, on the side of parents, and on the side of law enforcement. If your priorities align with ours, we need you to get out and vote Republican. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.